Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Today, we're talking about back to school. It's a huge thing. It's cultural, right? You see the back to school aisles all through the big box stores and summer has just started. It's a movement. It's an idea and it's a feeling. But let's talk about the experience for your kids, specifically your kiddos who lived through the pandemic, your kiddos who were born during COVID. They're going to be starting school, maybe for the first time. And it's a very challenging experience. Socially, it's overwhelming. Emotionally, it's overwhelming. The sensory experience of being in small to large groups with other kids and adults, there is so much nuance to it that they haven't had a chance to practice. And so you will probably see increased levels of social anxiety, clinginess, teariness as you start to move towards that drop-off experience. So let's talk about this from both sides. The child who struggles intensely to detach from you and the child who just waves, says, see you later, love you, bye. Can you imagine that those two kids exist in the same class? They do. They do, because remember, your child has unique gifts and skills and attributes that were just born with them. Some kids are not going to be as challenged at drop-off as others. And that's wonderful. If your child is one who doesn't give you the time of day, runs off to go play and check in and have a great time, it can be really hard as a mom because you feel like, oh, I'm struggling. I might go sit in the car and cry for a little while. And look at you doing fine. Can't you shed a tear for me? Just one. But do you know that kids who are able to transition from you, their most trusted adults, to a group setting and walk away, that's a healthy, healthy thing to do. They know they can trust you to come back. They know that they're safe where they are. They know that you love them. And it's okay to separate because there will be reuniting in a few hours. Hey, Mama. You know that it takes a village to raise a child. But did you know you can choose your village? That's why I've created a virtual village for you with all kinds of like-minded mamas. They're conscious, they're collaborative, they're intentional. Their goal is to raise really good human beings who will grow up to add value to this world. 
Join us today in our free private community on Facebook. Use the link in the show notes and let's transform the toddler years together. Now, kids who struggle intensely with this, they are feeling less secure in that attachment. And it's tricky because as an adult in that moment, when you have a crying child who's literally grabbing onto your leg for dear life and not letting go, your initial instinct is to detach them from your leg, to give them a sense of space away from you, because that's the goal, that they're able to stay in this location and you're able to leave. But think about it from their point of view. I'm scared. I'm overwhelmed. I don't feel good in this space. I really know I need my safe person right now. And that's my mom or dad or grandma or who's ever dropping off. That is a signal to them that just rip them off like a Band-Aid is a signal that, that hurts. They don't know how to process it. And if you've done it before, it's okay. Because you really think that's what we need to do. You've got this. You're okay. I'll be back later. See you later. So here's my take on it. There's different relationships in play inside a preschool or a kindergarten. The relationship between you and your child, that's the core. That's their everything. I talk about the core four connectors, that every interaction that you have with them builds increased trust and respect and open communication and this honesty factor. So the core relationship between you and your child is what matters most and that you are always honoring that. That the choices that you make and the words that you choose, you're honoring the building and the growing of that relationship. The teacher-child relationship, although would be amazing if we could have all four of those in play at the same time, is a different relationship. They are there to serve a different purpose. It's my job to... When they fill in that blank, it's different than yours. So obviously you've got to go. For your child's sake, they need to make the transition to start the day at school and potentially for yours to get to work on time. Obviously you're going to have to leave, but if somebody is going to do the moving of your child's body off of you, it should be the teacher. That was my role. And I can tell you that it's hard. It's really hard to watch this child, right? Scream for 30 seconds as I pull him off of you. It's really hard to watch you walk out the door knowing that you're about to melt down too because it's gut-wrenching when this happens. But here's the other side. It doesn't last that long. Within 30 seconds, within a minute, with the love and attention of a highly qualified, sensitive teacher, 
telling your child, it's okay to be upset. It's okay that you are going to miss your mom. Dad will always come back for you. We have a great day planned. We can just sit here together for a minute until you're ready. They transition and the smiles come out pretty quickly. It's that acute moment of separation and goodbye that is by far the hardest. A lot of programs now have fantastic apps that allow you to literally see that four minutes later, your child is signing in and doing their job and playing with a friend. And that helps a lot. That was not my reality. That was not my reality at all. When my kids were that age, uh, we didn't have, so we didn't even have smartphones. I just had to trust that they transitioned well. And sometimes I would actually call, I would call Miss Leslie, say, hey, everything okay over there? She make that transition? Oh, good. Great. Glad to hear it. Oh, yes. She loves the sand table. So as you start to think about going back to school, prepare yourself for what I call the honeymoon period. It's going to take two weeks or more of that drop-off being challenging if that is your child's future. And then it will get better every single day after that. Keep your perspective, know your deep why, trust your teacher, ask for visual proof that they're doing okay a few minutes later, have amazing follow-up conversations with them when you get back and know that you are doing your child such a service by giving them the opportunity of learning inside a small group setting with kids their own age, that you are doing the right I hope you are enjoying our back to school mini series that will run all through the month of August and the beginning of September topics that are relevant to where you are and what your kids are going through right now as you start full-time daycare programs, preschool enrollments, and even those first few days of kindergarten. Please take a moment and scroll down, rate and review the show, let people know what you love about it, and leave me a note of an episode topic you would love to see me record. Until next time, stay mindful and proactive as we raise school-ready kids who will change the world.